You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I think you could push it, except there's so many mid-year enrollees now that have to sign then. So I don't think you're going to get that changed. So I think we're just we're going to have to do the best we can with fewer kids visiting campus. We're working hard. And the, and the only positive thing is we're going to sign a, probably a smaller class this year just because of numbers. It's probably a good year to have not have to sign 26 or 27. And back here on the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, a class final segment. As you heard Coach Frost kind of give his thoughts on recruiting, I asked him in our interview Friday, could you possibly, um, you know, could there be a push to eliminate the early signing day, knowing that a lot of these kids are going to have to be forced to signing letters with maybe not even getting a visit process? And he goes, it's a possibility, but in all reality, there's so many early enrollees, and it makes it very, very tough. Uh, Nebraska now at eight commits. Um, they picked up a new commit here from Sean Hardy um, over the weekend on Friday. We'll get Nate's thoughts on that. But first, this segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by our friends, Nate, at Coogler Vision. Yeah, that's right. Cougar Vision continues to deliver amazing results and world-class service that it's known for, but it's even better now. Uh, safety is their number one priority uh, at this time, and, and they are open for elective surgeries, uh, but they want you to know that uh, the consultations uh, can be done uh, with the telehealth. It's all, uh, you know, you're practicing safe social distancing, and uh, you, you can go and schedule those online consultations by visiting CougarVision.com. All right, you're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Nate. I, I talked about a new commit for Nebraska, wide receiver Sean Hardy, 6'3", 190, Kingsland, Georgia. Um, this one somewhat came out of nowhere for folks. Um, the first wide receiver committed here in the class. Um, what is the number A of receivers Nebraska will take this year in what are your thoughts on Sean Hardy? Yeah, they'll take two wide receivers for sure, maybe three, depending on uh, how the numbers kind of shake out. You know, if if they decide to to take one less at a different position, they could end up moving that extra spot to the wide receiver group. So, um, so for sure, too. And and Sean Hardy is one of those guys, and and he's a good one. You, you mentioned at six three one ninety, he's a guy that they'd been uh, on. They've been recruiting for a very long time. Sean Becton is is the initial contact in the state of Georgia, obviously, but. Um, you know, once Matt Lubick was hired, he, uh, you know, tried to become familiar with all of the wide receivers that the Huskers had offered. And Sean Hardy was one of those guys that vaulted towards the top of his list. Um, you know, and he, he does an awful lot of, of things that you like on film. Um, and, and I think you have to start with that size. You know, that's something that's kind of been a point of emphasis um, you know, over the last few classes is, is getting some bigger players in that position group and diversifying that group and, and what they look like. And, you know, a 6'3", 190, but he is young for his age. He's still developing. Um, you know, I had a chance to, or I've heard from some, um, you know, some coaches that have played against him, and they said, well, he's a kid who's just kind of getting out of that, that awkward stage. He, he's still kind of developing, and, and uh, so there's a chance that he could even grow a little bit bigger, uh, but, but certainly he is going to continue to mature physically, and, and that means that he's got a very high ceiling. And, you know, his dad is a coach. He understands the game very well. There's just an awful light. Awful lot to like about Sean Hardy. All right, Nate. In Nebraska, one spot left in their class of 2020. You get 25 initials. They with Daniel Cherney you got to 24. 
it was thought that maybe they would go wide receiver with spot 25. It's now reached the point. Now we're at best available player. It's the Travis Vokalek situation from a year ago. We didn't need a tight end last year, Nebraska would tell you. But, hey, he was the best available guy that improved our football team. And that's kind of where spot 25 has gone. And Rob Cassidy, who covers South Florida for Rivals.com, particularly the Miami area, reported here um, over the weekend that Nadab Joseph, a former Rivals 100 Alabama and then Georgia signee that did not academically qualify, that played at Dream U Independence CC in Kansas, um, could be headed to Nebraska. Um, he graduated, announced that on May 21, and it sounds like a lot of teams might be trying to make a push, but Nebraska's in a good spot. Yeah, they're in a very good spot here, and and it's it's very similar to that of what we saw with uh, Keem Green last year coming out of Highland. You know, I think uh, he, he's a kid who had a lot of offers, uh, both in high school, obviously, was committed to Alabama, ended up flipping to Georgia um, you know, in the early signing period because Alabama wanted him to wait until February. Uh, Georgia came in at the last minute and said, hey, you know, we, we're not, we won't make you wait. Uh, you can sign with us right now. And, and so he did. He, he flipped to Georgia, um, and that was a big deal on that early signing period in, in that 2018 class. Um, you know, didn't he fa- failed to qualify, and, and so he went to Independence Community College, redshirted his first year, um, you know, and, and then didn't end up playing uh, this past year. Uh, you know, there's multiple reasons why, but uh, he's a three-for-three three guy, and a lot of teams fell off of him because they didn't think he was going to qualify. And so, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, teams moved on, including Nebraska. They offered him both in high school and at uh, Independence Community College, and um, you know, when it became kind of clear that that it wasn't looking all that great, they kind of had to go elsewhere and, and look for other defensive backs out there. And they signed a heck of a defensive backs class. But um, all of a sudden, he graduates. Uh, does have a couple classes that he has to to complete before he could arrive on campus somewhere. But um, you know, the Huskers are very much in the mix here. They've got a good relationship with, uh, you know, with his uncle, who's kind of, you know, the go-between here with, uh, with a lot of the, his recruitment. Uh, Travis Fisher is, is heavily involved there. He's from Miami, Norland, and, and we know that Travis Fisher's got some good contacts down in, in the city of Miami. Um, you know, he certainly pulled some great talent out of there this past class. And then, obviously, uh, Ryan Held has a, a ton of great connections uh, in the junior college ranks, which is really what helped kind of uh, set this all in motion. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. And, Nate, when when you talk about a high-risk, high-reward guy, I mean, there's not been a lot of those that have gone well for Nebraska. I mean, you, you think about Maurice Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about some of the Juco guys, Frost took year one, um, that on paper looked good, but then ended up being Fitz. Uh, Will Jackson, another guy that didn't even last through a fall camp. So I think you got to take a cautiously optimistic approach if you're a fan right now. I mean, yeah, we know what his fan res- was recruiting resume is, and we know what kind of player he is. Um, but I think we've learned, and who is the running back, too, that Brian Stewart brought in, that kid that uh, – from Texas that never oh, Jordan Stevens Jordan Steve I mean <laughs> we've seen I mean we've seen situations where the resume looks unreal mm-hmm. but then when it comes time to <laughs> to come up to Lincoln you know it's somewhat of a different story and there's a reason why things get off track so you know I I, I think it's to me it's natural to be a little skeptical of a yeah. guy like this right now um, but we'll see yeah I think you you if as a fan it, it, listening to this I, I think you 
it'd be wise to be cautiously optimistic uh, that it's all going to play out. A, that he ends up making it to Lincoln, and B, that he lives up to his potential. Um, now, people have asked, you know, in the chat this past week, they asked, you know, is he a day one starter if he makes it to Nebraska? He's got the potential to be. He's athletic enough to be. Uh, that guy's 6'2", 195 pounds, runs a four, low 4'4", four, four, has a 42-inch vertical. Um, you know, the, the, the people at Alabama, you know, said that not only is he an Alabama quality defensive back, he's probably a cut above a lot of their other defensive backs in terms so of the his, talent is real. The talent is real. It's off the charts. Um, you know, can he put it all together? You know, obviously, academics has been a little bit of a struggle. Um, you know, he, he didn't play this past season. I know that he had he had some different things going on and and uh, he left for a while and and so I mean he's, there's some baggage that that he's that he would be coming to town with so uh, but I mean if if he can get through all that um, you know and live up to his his potential he could be very very special which all of a sudden you look at that defensive back uh, room that Nebraska has and there's a lot of options there uh, that you could do I mean you could do a lot of different things with with all the talent that's in that room. All right, well, there'll be lots to follow on the Nadab Joseph front. Nate Klaus, Rob Cassidy, our national regional guy in Miami, uh, the entire team will keep you up to date on the latest. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.